0: Hey there Purpose Warriors, welcome to the Awaken to Purpose podcast. This is Dr. Vernell from drbrunel.com, where we believe that every season in your life serves a greater purpose. If you're new to the podcast, here's what you need to know. We are a community of purpose warriors who believe that God's best version of ourselves is hidden on the inside of us, just waiting to be awakened as we grow in our relationship and continue to say yes to what God has called us to do in the earth. We know that God's purpose for our lives was preordained and the reason why he created us. So every other week, this podcast seeks to explore how to awaken to your purpose from a practical standpoint and become God's best version of you. And we do this by touching upon our five pillars of purpose, faith, relationship, identity, resiliency, and stewardship. If you want to know more about our five pillars of purpose, head over to my website at www.drgrunnell.com backslash podcast. So before we dive in, I need to share with you that this podcast is being brought to you by my new book, From Pain to Purpose, where I share actionable steps, biblical principles, and life lessons on how I discovered my purpose after a painful and unexpected divorce and was left to raise two children with more than a million dollars of debt zero access and a negative network. My book is available on my website again at www.drbrunell.com. Also on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles or wherever books are sold. So if you want to learn more about how to release limiting beliefs, overcome financial difficulties, experience radical breakthroughs and step courageously into your purpose, then grab your copy today. And remember, that God can use whatever unfair or unjust act, any rejection or hurtful experience, and transform your pain into your purpose. So let's jump right in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us on the Awaken to Purpose podcast. I have a phenomenal guest today, I have Marsha Ann Dalton Brown, who is a woman driven by fierce passion and pride inextricably linked to how she lives, all she commits to, and the lives she inspires. Her infectious energy and enthusiasm blended with her engaging can-do, must-do, and will-do attitude have made her a top pick for transformational speaking appearances. Her light burns brightest when she is encouraging and empowering women to live a life of purpose-filled passion. The growing community of heart-minded women who join her weekly live show, Real Talk with Marsha Ann, know that there is no textbook for the nuggets she shares with them. She really does get the realities of realizing dreams and potential, from holistic well-being to the joys and pains of relationship, finding balance in life journeys to embracing our vulnerabilities. They come from her own lived experiences. Marsha Ann has been regularly featured on international media platforms, including Good Morning America and Fox Business Live. Her latest purpose-driven mission is to empower women to activate their greatness and guide them in transforming their lives to one of purpose, passion, and prosperity. Welcome, 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 Marsha Ann. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: Oh my goodness, what an introduction. (laughs) Listen, all you needed was a drum roll.
0: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here today, Marsha Ann. I've been wanting to have you on the show. So I'm so excited that you are here today and I cannot wait for you to share your story. So whenever you are ready. (laughs) I am so
1: ready. Your voice is melodious though. Honestly, I felt like there was this grand radio announcer speaking. So your voice is breaking waves. Thank you so much. And I'm so honored to share time with you.
0: I'm so glad you're here Marsha and you just don't know. <laughs> so <giddy> inside. <laughs> All right, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your story? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. So really, the professional
1: side and the Marsha and side and who I am and I'm, I'm a 30-year veteran in the actual hospitality and tourism sector. And of course, along with that, I'm a, you know, corporate executive and a woman who believes she's got this cape on, you know, a superwoman. Yes, And I have done the gamut of everything. But most importantly, you know, I've represented global brands. I've been featured, like you have mentioned, both locally as well as internationally. I've done the stage. I have done the media. And I have had a true passion for really fulfilling this aspect of my professional journey. But you see, all of that did not just happen overnight. And it's so important for us to identify that above and beyond what everyone else was seeing, the glitz, the glamour. I had to come face to face with the reality that I got to that point where I was functioning, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't fulfilled. Hello. Okay.
0: Speak a little bit more on that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because you see, it's so easy for us to get caught up in being busy and being on this quest and on this whole hiatus of doing and doing and achieving. Mm -hmm. And what do high achievers do? They want to always achieve more. Yes. So I have the degrees and I have the accolades, Mm -hmm. but there's an aspect of your life where you've got to come face to face with knowing, is there more? Yes. And how did I come to that, is there more stage? Picture, if you will, in 2019, where late one night, I had a resting, excruciating pain. I'd gotten up to go to the bathroom. Yes, all the details are important. (laughs) Gotten up to go to the bathroom and I could not walk. I laid on the floor in excruciating pain with a desire to get there. Could see it, cold, wet floor, but could not make it because you see this ravishing pain that I had been agonizing with for months got worse and worse over time. Mm -hmm. And I knew there and then that the lupus that I had suffered had raised its ugly head. Mm. And you have no idea what that midnight hour moment is like when you are alone, crippled in pain. Wanting to actually mobilize, get up and walk, and you can't. Mm -hmm. And two things come to your head. Is this it? Right. And I was so mindful that I had my children who would have been fast asleep at that hour. And I knew there and then that my will to live had to be greater. Mm -hmm. And so it was a me and my God moment where I am saying, God, you're not done with me yet, are you? I will live. And I will not die. But I knew that my purpose had not been fulfilled. And that night I made a covenant with God where I knew that whatever mission he needed me to accomplish Mm -hmm. and to really activate, God, you show that to me and I will do it. And Dr. V, let me tell you something. What a good God. He literally, I could feel the pain lift from my hip, which was originally going to be exploding and blowing off. That's how bad it was. Oh, no. And when that pain lifted, literally, I felt him saying, there is more for you to do. There is more for you to activate. There is a greater purpose in you to move from just functioning, but to move to being fulfilled and flourishing. Mm -hmm. listen when that pain lifted from my hip (laughs) you know when you say you have a hallelujah moment okay (laughs) girl I got up I did not even remember I needed to use the bathroom I got up
2: Mm -hmm.
1: with visions of how how else I need to be living this gift of life
0: Amen. amen
1: and epiphanies and downloads come when you really surrender to God Mm -hmm. because that posture of surrender by daylight, I knew I had a voice. Mm -hmm. I knew that there were women that were in pain. Mm -hmm. I knew that there were women that had pain that were not just physical pain because listen, let's face it. How many of us have had physical pain? but it has manifested because there are other pains that you're experiencing that you simply don't want to face. How many
0: of us? Yes, I, probably all of us <laughs> at one point or another. In our
1: correct, mm-hmm. correct. So one of the first things I had to come to grips with, you cannot serve others until you identify what your issues are. hmm So one very first issue that I had to identify was that I was having imposter syndrome.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Fear of judgment because, hey, you got the glitz, you got the glamour, you have everything that's looking all good.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: But you would be judged if you said you were not fulfilled, right?
0: True. Very true. Very true.
1: So I had to come to grips with this imposter syndrome unless I face it. Face the fear facto, fear of failure. What would be said if I, who seemingly have it all together, mm-hmm. share openly that really I know there is more that's within me than what seems successful because we have to dismantle this notion of success. Being all about degrees, being all about titles, being all about what seemingly society defines as success. Mm -hmm. Because success for me is prosperity. It's peace. It's inner peace.
0: So you really feel like the pain that you experienced in that moment when you were on the bathroom floor literally propelled you into your purpose. Oh,
1: hands down Without question, because you see, when you truly decide to live your life, you're going to do it with a tenacity and a drive that's unstoppable. Like it stirs you up Mm -hmm. in your soul and you no longer take life for granted because until you have an arresting moment in your life, that is so defining for you until then, you know what a lot of us do we're on cruise control. We're living as if tomorrow is promised
0: Always.
2: And,
1: right. and until you have a collision, metaphorically speaking, until you have a collision, a face-to-face moment going, Whoa, God, it's me and you let me tell you until then you really, I pose it to everyone. Could it be like me, you were functioning,
2: mm-hmm.
1: seemingly thriving, but in retrospect, existing.
0: So you talked about, I love that. That was, first of all, so good. <laughs> you talked about when you were having this moment and you made this covenant with God. And then you talk about how God started to download some things <laughs> to you and you got this epiphany. Like, what was it? Like what All right. did God reveal to you? During so that-
1: God revealed to me that I am a strong woman.
0: Okay. One, I have
1: a command of my voice Two, And I also have the ability to help women who don't know how to help themselves as effectively.
0: Did you not know that about yourself before God said that to you?
1: I would say that I knew I had impact. I knew I've always had the ability to empower women, but I also knew that God had to say to me, it's okay for you to show that your vulnerability is a strength because too many Mm -hmm. see you as having it together. I see. But they don't know that you have had your valley moments. They don't know that you have had your struggles. They must see you as one who has had the struggles, who have had to fight through battles, battles that they don't know of personally and professionally. And that I had an obligation to give them a real talk. I had an obligation to liberate them. I'm all about liberating women to understand that their past and their purpose is not to be shunned. It's not to be hidden. It is actually a part of your ladder to get you up to the next level and to also have the spirit of sisterhood to help others along the way. So God would say to me, listen, this is how I started first with activate your greatness because I believe greatness is in our DNA. Mm-hmm. And I believe that a part of God's download to me is too many women are in bondage Mm -hmm. in one way or another by either staying silent, wearing a mask, acting as if all is okay, labeling themselves of being ashamed of saying, I'm a single parent, or I am separated, or I'm divorced, or I am doing a degree because I want to do this degree to fulfill life for someone else. Too many women are living their lives to fulfill the purpose as defined by others, but not the purpose that God has designed them to live.
0: Yes, amen, amen, and amen. Too many labels, too many labels. One of the things that you touched upon that just reminds me of, I think even something I've talked about over and over, even in my book was this idea of constantly hiding and pretending. And we pretend as if everything is going well in life, but on the inside, there's so much insecurity. And so we project this image of, hey, I'm put together when the reality is that I'm actually falling apart. And so Mm -hmm. it sounds like what you're saying is that God was pretty much saying to you, you have to take your own mask off and you have to share your testimony with other people so that they can see, right? themselves in you and your story, because you were already impacting them. And so you can have even a greater impact if you just show them the real Marsha in. I love
1: Absolutely. That. So the very biggest thing he had me do, listen to this kind of bondage. I put myself in the very, 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 very first thing that he gave me the boldness to do mm-hmm. because I'm the superwoman. <laughs> I have the cape. I have the bling on the cape.
0: A beautiful voice is so rich (laughs) that making voice, I'm like, it draws people in. Do not leave that part of it out with your cape (laughs) and the bling on. (laughs) Thank you, my lovely. So here's the deal. I kept the
1: fact that I had lupus Mm -hmm. as a secret for 12
0: years. Mm -hmm. Ask me why, and I'll tell you. I'm curious to know why, (laughs) because I was thinking it, and I was going to ask you. (laughs) Let me
1: tell you why. The imposter syndrome of not wanting to be judged as being weak. Mm. This illness would make you weak. This illness could make you infirmed. It could make you appear less than functioning. It could really just not afford me to have the bulky gusto of I can conquer this and I can be in that corporate world. Do you know the heavy weight of knowing that you're even unwell but forcing yourself to perform as well
2: Mm -hmm. because
1: you didn't want to seem weak?
0: And just also just being, you know, a woman and then a woman of color, right? In corporate America, because you describe that as being, you know, where you worked.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like I'm corporate Jamaica, but corporate Caribbean and corporate (laughs) the world.
0: (laughs) Corporate Jamaica, sorry. (laughs) But no, 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 no. Really? No, 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 no. I'm corporate the world because I'm
1: not you're not defined by where you are geographically. But the truth be told, it is a reality Mm -hmm. that you put these labels on your own self. Like we constrict ourselves because I did not want a pity party. I did not want anybody to say, well, are you sure you can do that? Because I know you have lupus, you know, like it wears you down. It makes you tired. It drains you. There are days where you just physically feel like you can't go on. I didn't want anybody to know that. Mm -hmm. But when I say I kept that for 12 long years and I cannot tell you how liberating it is to speak your truth. Mm -hmm. And I want everybody on here to embrace you have your story. You've got your truth. And until it is that we open up and reveal it, we're not living. Mm -hmm. We are literally walking around in a shroud and with a mask of not speaking 100% truth. I have flourished so much more in coming out and speaking about that aspect of my pain. Why? Because your story is to liberate someone else. Mm -hmm. Just like how you have liberated so many. Nobody would look at you and make an assessment. You see a picture, your gorgeous pictures that can really just... Like I am convinced that every day you do a photo shoot, right? (laughs) (laughs) But your pictures are so gorgeous. And they would look at you and go, oh my God, like how stunning you've got the beauty, you've got the brains, you've got the boldness, you have all of that. But until they're reading the print to go, hold on, do you really know about, do you really know my story?
0: Mm -hmm. How insecure and afraid I constantly was of being found out or discovered.
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so until you did that truth be told you really were not walking like you ought to just like me mm-hmm. i have helped so many other women and i want to talk about pain i want to talk about pain because you would have had your pain you would have had your pain in your heart the pain and fear of being judged of wait a minute i'm getting divorced are you serious i'm going to raise my children hold on a second i am dr vernell So you've got the scholastic accomplishments. You have the societal accomplishments, but I want to talk about pain Mm -hmm. because pain, physical pain is a manifestation oftentimes of deep emotional pain.
0: Yeah, I actually agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I think even in my case, when I was so mentally broken, yeah. The manifestation of that was that I was having a difficult time getting out of bed. I felt incredibly weak mm-hmm. in mind and body and spirit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just remember just laying in the bed one day and I just felt like I can't get up. I can't do it anymore. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, get up. And it was so loud that I literally popped out the bed. <laughs> um, and I did. I jumped straight out of the bed. And Let I, me tell
1: you, Spirit will use a megaphone if we're not responding like we ought to.
0: <laughs> that's what it sounded like. I'm telling you, I popped straight up. I, you would think somebody else was in the room with me yelling. And, you know, when the Bible talks about a still, small voice, yes, I've heard that. But wow. I've also heard, like, the strong, firm voice, get mm-hmm. up. <laughs> and I that's love. exactly what I did. So, yes, yes, I do agree. Keep going, Marsha Ann. yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. But to your point, so I had to also assess my other areas of pain. Mm -hmm. I had to assess that pain within my marriage. I had to assess the impact of pain within my marriage and how it had impacted on my body. Yes. Because the fear of judgment Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: caused pain. Yes. And so when I tell you that until we come face to face with our own truths, Mm -hmm. I am boldly saying to my fellow sisters, we're not living until we're living with transparency, we're living with boldness, we're living to speak our Mm truths, and we're living a life of conviction where purpose is not defined by a job title. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking to my high achieving women who a lot of us have believed that it has to be the accolades, more degrees than a thermometer, you know? Mm -hmm. It has to be the accolades of where you are ranked within your profession. It has to be those accolades. And really and truly, the essence of really living life on purpose is identifying that, yes, you can have that corporate position. Yes, you can actually own your business. Mm -hmm. But at the sense of who you are, And purpose does evolve. Purpose Mm -hmm. evolves because your circumstances can really make you drill down deeper. Mm -hmm. So I know a big part of my calling is to speak. Mm -hmm. I know a big part of my calling is to help women to transform their lives. I am also called to let women know that there is no shame to what you thought you went through. In fact, it is your story and it is your platform. So how do you use your platform? Some people might limit that to only social media. Some folks might want to write a book. Some folks might want to have a podcast. Some might want to have a transformational coaching program. There are so many ways to use the story that you have been given, but to activate and awaken your purpose so that God gets the glory. Because at the end of the day, there is a scripture that I have been holding onto, and it's from Psalm 139, 14 to 16. And we all know, but the essence of it is that I have been uniquely designed for a purpose. Amen. Yes. So your purpose is not my purpose.
0: No, because we are so, we're unique individuals.
1: Exactly. So I also want to say that I believe inherently now more than ever that we've got to put blinders on. Do not be distracted by what someone else is doing. Don't be concerned. Well, I can't do a coaching program because everybody else is doing it in this way. But their story is not your story. Your mission is from God for you to deliver who you need to
0: help. hmm I agree absolutely. And keep speaking and preaching. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. You pull out that Bible with that scripture, going and preach this. <laughs> we get so caught up in, um, culture and what yeah. culture says. And oftentimes God's purpose is contrary to what you see in culture. Exactly. And so it's so important for us to make sure that we connect with God mm-hmm. to understand why he created us and what he has called us to do and who he has called us to serve. That, Say that again. Yes, Say that again. Yes, this is what purpose is. And I think sometimes we forget that we hear and throw around the word purpose. And what we're really talking about is your own individual purpose. But God's purpose is different from the purpose that you've made up, the purpose that other people have imposed upon you. Right. So when you talk about purpose, you're really talking about God's purpose and what he's called you and created you to do. Right. And so I love that you just said that. And I just wanted to make sure that that is distinguished because. So often when you go on social media, you'll hear people talk about my vision and my purpose. It's like, mm, it should be God's vision for right. your life and God's purpose, the reason why he created you. And I think there's a difference between the two when people are talking about it, but yeah, it's it anonymous, but it's not. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, you're absolutely right. Because that unique calling, that unique gift, it is unique to you, to me. hmm And until we get still with God or in that place where that collision takes place, Mm -hmm. until that happens, I'm telling you, we are busy being busy, busy going about our business, doing it on our own steam. Mm -hmm.
0: And you can be serving in the church and and still be out of alignment with God and his purpose for you. Busy, busy, busy doing the work, but not taking that time to pause and say, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing? Father, how do you want to use me? How will this glorify you in the kingdom of God? So yeah.
1: How can I serve? I mean, really, if each day we wake up and we literally say, God, how can I serve today? It means I translate that to mean, how can I use my purpose to serve more today? Even if it's for an audience of one, even if it is for one person, for one woman, I am telling you, I am just on this mission to also help our young queens Mm -hmm. so that they don't go through a lot of what we went through Mm -hmm. to get here. So identifying that purpose, that God-given purpose and activating that level of greatness, that's it.
0: That's it. When you're walking in purpose too, it's like a relentless focus that you have. And so I hear that focus and that drive in you. So when you are tapped into God, I remember a prayer I used to pray every morning. I'm a natural encourager. So I used to say, Mm -hmm. Father, um, show me someone who I can encourage and uplift today. So Mm -hmm. I really felt like that's what I was called to do in that particular season um, and in a very specific way. And so I hear that there's a sense of urgency when Mm -hmm. you are walking in purpose, because we know that our days on this earth are numbered. And right. so, therefore, we don't feel like we have the luxury of waiting for things to be perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for things to like this perfect alignment, this perfect opportunity to like, you know, I'm going to do this when. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. And <laughs> the so, timetable. Yeah, we have to get to a point of, of obedience, right? So when God calls us to do it at that exact moment that he calls us to do it. We have to start moving. And so I yeah. hear that in you and I love it. I'm like, I feel Thank drawn you. Thank to you for saying that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I like your terminology of being a natural encourager because a big part of what I also believe God has given me is that I am such a natural, genuine, heartfelt cheerleader. Like, I love
0: that. Is so you, Marcia.
1: <laughs> I love when folks are doing well, I love to cheer them on. I mean, the big accomplishments, the small accomplishments. And I believe that a part of transforming our lives is to accept and embrace that every aspect of the journey, the good, the bad, the indifferent, the smooth roads, the rough roads. You got to cheer. And I'm a cheerleader for myself. Like, honey, you don't want to see me driving by myself because you're going to be convinced somebody else is in the car with me, right?
0: (laughs) Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I believe that a part of why I'm able to stand today and stand with conviction and align myself with so many other women and be able to guide and help in this process of empowerment and transformation is that I have known my walk. Mm -hmm. This is not something that's from a textbook. This is from my walk and my walk can aid somebody else. We can limp together until we can walk together, until we can jog together, until we can run together.
0: Amen. I love that. I love it. Yeah. And it is so true. The power of story, right? The power of our testimony. Because I think what it can do is really infuse and give people that boldness and courage that they need to do whatever mm-hmm. God has called them to do. Sometimes is to walk away, to let Less- it
2: go, release Oh, God.
1: Listen. <laughs> I got that. I, uh- Move on. <laughs> When God began to give me downloads, and I give thanks for my journey in 2020 because I, you know, you've got to get still. So because we slowed down from being busy, being busy Mm -hmm. in 2020, a big part of that, you've got to do inventory management. Spring cleaning is not for your closet, right? (laughs) It's not limited.
0: Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. So we know
1: when we go in our closets and spring clean, we go some of these things need to go. Yes. So spring cleaning is in your life where you have to say to God, God, who in this new season, this new dimension of where you want to take me, Mm -hmm. who do I need to let go off of? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's very, very, very hard decisions because I think that as women, we're nurturers. Mm-hmm. So we will nurture a dead plant that has no roots left to be watered. And we are resuscitating. We're
0: yeah, going to try to resuscitate that. <laughs> honey, it has
1: no roots. You hold it up and the roots are dried, shriveled, no source of life.
2: Yeah. But as
1: nurturers, we're holding on. Mm-hmm. I made some radical decisions to let go of certain relationships Mm -hmm. that could no longer take me into the next season. Mm -hmm. And a big part of my message is about liberating yourselves because you cannot fly with things that are tied to your ankle. If you've got weights on, you cannot. What are the weights that are holding you down that you know, and God knows, God has already told you, you know. Mm Got to let go off of. Stop romanticizing with relationships, situationships, jobs,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: environments that are no longer thriving. Some of them are like slow poison.
0: Okay. So yes, you are preaching a word right there, Marcia. And because I... Your purpose is
1: trapped. You cannot elevate when you are suffocating.
0: And we don't see that about the person or persons that we allow to hang on in our Mm -hmm. life. And what we don't see, it does poison the spirit. It does. It's like having a ball and chain in the spirit that's weighing you down. And you don't- Absolutely. It's so funny because I was sharing about this recent, I'm just going to like dating encounter that I had. And I noticed that, and I was trying to like, Lord, is this you? Lord, is this you? And what I realized was that this particular person was so draining mentally mm-hmm. every time that he called, I would roll my eyes. And then as soon as we got on the phone, I would close my eyes because I was like, oh my God, I feel a headache coming. <laughs> That's an example of. And so look, if you start looking at the phone, and I don't care who it is, and you're rolling your eyes or you feel like I just can't do them today. That's a telltale sign. Like maybe
2: <laughs>
0: Or help me exactly. to love them from afar. <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: Because my big
1: mission is all about my peace. Mm. I've created six pillars to live life on purpose.
2: Right. Let's hear those.
1: And the very first pillar is personal development. In other words, always assessing for yourself where you are and where you need to actually develop. It, it, it's not necessarily a degree. It, It could be about taking a course. It could be about having alignments to develop yourself. It could be a new hobby. It could be something just to uplift who you are. Yes. My other P is about the people. Mm. Who are the people that you have in your life?
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Because if there is no reciprocity where you're giving life and they're giving life back to you, if you're encouraging and they're encouraging you back, if you're pushing them, They've got to push you too. There has to be our choice of the right people and in relationships that have reciprocity. About Yeah, absolutely. It cannot always be that, to your point, drain, 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 deplete, deplete, deplete. So then my other P is peace. There is nothing more sacred than the beauty of inner peace, which begins from within.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Not to be confused with happiness. Because happiness will change with your circumstances. situation. But with peace, there is a joy that bubbles on the inside of you. That even when storms and situation comes, you know you draw from your peace. That shalom that God gives you. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Peace is sacred. Anything that robs you of your peace, you need to ask yourself why. And what you're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. And then purpose. My mission is to say to all of us in that pillar, you've got to make sure you're living your life on purpose, according to God's plan. According to God's plan. And then passion, mm-hmm. not to be confused with purpose. Cause I think a lot of times we do that. Mm-hmm. Passion is fulfilling what you know you love. What do you love to do? What excites you? What thrills you? And sometimes they're intertwined mm-hmm. and then prosperity. Richness in wealth, joy, peace, happiness, kindness, goodness, all of those wonderful aspects of prosperity. <laughs> Absolutely. So I believe in it strongly because at the end of the day, I want it to be that I can say to God, I have given my all, I have poured out my Every ounce of talent that has been given unto me, every aspect of my purpose, I have served persons who have needed my help. And that I am on a mission to liberate women to understand that yes, you can achieve, but not at the expense of your peace.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, you can achieve, but not at the expense of living life for others. Yes, you can achieve your purpose and really awaken your purpose. But embracing that if you are a part of connections that are no longer serving you and God will show you,
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: it requires that you're obedient and surrender because that's what awakening your purpose will do for you. And speak your truth because in your truth, that's the platform to liberate those who need to hear that I've been
0: there, I've done that, and here I am standing with you. I love that. I think, you know, so as we start to kind of like wrap up and you've probably touched upon these things already, there's some questions that I love to ask my guest and for you. From your story, what life lessons have you learned about your purpose?
1: The life lessons that I have learned about my purpose is really knowing that God has already equipped me. And if he's equipped me, you know, He has already called me and he will equip me to do whatever it is that he wants me to do.
0: Amen. Absolutely. So what advice would you offer the listeners on awakening to their purpose?
1: Hmm. What advice would I give them? I would say first to be still. Mm -hmm. Be still and literally block out all the clutter Mm -hmm. so that you can hear from God. Mm -hmm. And in hearing from God, you need to embrace exactly what he has told you. Mm -hmm. And you need to activate with a sense of tenacity what you know you need to do. Mm -hmm. Stop dimming yourself down. Mm -hmm. Step into your greatness. Awaken your
2: purpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have no time for dimming light anymore. <laughs> i are not hiding because imposter syndrome will make you want to downplay your gifts.
2: Yes. Because yes. you
1: don't want anybody else to think, oh, I'm too much. Yeah, we're too much because God gave it to us.
0: Hello. Hello. I love that. Okay. What does it mean to become God's best version of you?
1: Living life on purpose.
0: Amen. And serving. Yes. I love it. Okay. So what do you know about God that you wish the whole world knew? Man, <laughs> that in and through
1: every season, he's faithful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. He's your uncle.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. Oh, Marcia, yeah, this has been so great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? Fantastic.
1: So your <laughs> listeners can find me on Instagram at Marsha and
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, also on Facebook and my website, Marsha mm-hmm. And I do an audiogram every Monday that they will hear about activating your greatness. Mm-hmm. And I host a real talk show real talk show with me. I'm entering season two now, and that's on Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I host that show with one mission and one mission in mind, and that's to engage, encourage, and empower women and to guide them into activating their uh, greatness by transforming their lives to purpose, passion, and prosperity. That's my mission. And the show Whether I'm hosting it solo or I have amazing guests, like you've been an incredible guest on my show before in season one, it really is about really ensuring that we women live the life that God has called us to live and do it by awakening our purpose.
0: Amen. Marsha Ann, again, I cannot thank you enough for joining me today. It has been incredible. And I can't wait to have you come back again. I will, because there is more. There is more. There is more. There always is more. God always has more for us to share. So I just want to, again, say thank you. And I'm very honored to have you as a guest on my podcast.
1: Thank you so much. I'm
0: so happy to have been here with you. All right. Take care. Take care. <laughs> Beyond my book, if you're interested in learning more about how to become God's best version of yourself, By awakening to your purpose, consider enrolling in my online course, which you'll find on my website again, which is www.drbrunnell.com because God's love for you and the reason why he created you is greater than you will ever know. And guess what? He wants you to succeed in carrying out your purpose.